Hey everyone, and welcome to the Renew Your Mind podcast for faith-driven entrepreneurs. I am your host, Kieran Lenahan. I'm an entrepreneur, I'm a business coach, and I'm here to help you grow your business and cultivate the fruit of the spirit in your entrepreneurial life. We are in part three of a discussion on pricing. And so if you haven't listened to parts one and two, I would head back and do that. A quick review on where we've been so far for those of you who have been tracking with us. In part one, we walked through some high-level philosophical points. We said that pricing is an important part of your overall business strategy. We said that it's highly subjective. It's an opinion. And you're looking for other people who agree with your opinion that your service is worth the price that you charge. And again, think about that visual of walking around a room with your hand outstretched looking for someone else to shake it. And then we also said that your price, it's going to repel people who disagree with your opinion and it's going to attract the people who agree. And then in part two of the series, we talked through, for those of you who are just getting started, how do you decide what your price should be when you're first starting your business? We said it depends on your individual circumstances. You need to consider, are you the sole provider for your family? What do you need to be able to bring in in order for your family to live? That needs to be a consideration in the whole decision of, of stepping into your business, but in particular, your pricing. Then I gave kind of this general answer that it almost doesn't matter what price you decide to start with because where you start isn't going to be where you end up and it's probably not even going to be where you will be in the next three months. The important thing is to get started. And then I gave you some specific answers to that question and we walked through two different methods to arrive at a price point to start at. And so first we talked through quantifying the value of the result that you help people get So think through how much money or time do you help people make or save? How much easier are you making people's lives? How are you helping them improve their health or relationships or their overall quality of life? And again, we we were just reminding ourselves that this is subjective, but still for you to add it up, figure out what your opinion is on how much you think the results that you help people get are worth. So that was method number one. And then method number two was the floor and the ceiling exercise right? The lowest that you would ever allow yourself to charge, and then the most that you can charge while remaining in integrity. And the combination of those two methods in conjunction with each other should point you in the right direction of where to start. So those two episodes, again, were primarily for those getting started in business. Today, we're going to talk about something that's relevant for service-based entrepreneurs, no matter where you are in the life cycle of the business. And so if you're just joining us because I said that part two of the series probably isn't relevant for you if you are a more established business, welcome back. Happy to have you. Today, we're primarily going to be answering the questions, when do you increase your prices? How do you know when it's time to do that? And then how do you actually go about doing it? What's a process that's thoughtful, that's intentional for approaching a price increase? There isn't necessarily one right way to go about it. But there are some wrong ways, and I think the the process that I want to walk you through today is something that I have personal experience with. I have personal experience with being on the receiving end of this, and I have personal experience coaching other people through this process, and it has led to just really solid results as far as price increases go. So here's our agenda for today. First, I want to talk about, I want to set this up, I want to talk about the two main components of any conversation around price increases. Those two components are your actual price and then your mindset or your beliefs or your relationship with that price. Those are the two main components. I want to talk about that. 
before getting into the tactics. Then I want to talk through what are the signs that it's time to increase your prices. There are two really solid ones, important ones for you to consider. We'll talk to those. And then lastly, we'll answer the question of how. How do you go about this? What's a solid process for executing, preparing for, um, and implementing a price increase? So first, let's talk about the two main components in this price increase conversation. And I talked about this in the past two episodes briefly when I talked about how your price is going to repel some people, it's going to attract others. I said that what you believe about your pricing, your relationship to your price, it matters. And I talked about this back in episode 22 in a series about sales calls. If you haven't listened to that, I would suggest heading back and listening. But the basic premise is this. If you feel like your prices are too high, that's going to shine through in your marketing, in your sales calls. And if you feel like your price is too low, that's also going to show up in your marketing, in your sales calls, in your networking, your interactions. Basically, anytime you're talking to anybody about your business, that's going to show up and people can pick up on that. And so I want to briefly expand on that here. And I'll probably end up doing a, a full episode on it sometime soon. So I'm going to limit how, how deep I go at this. So let's get into it. Before we can talk about how to go about increasing your prices and if that's right for you, we need to talk about the two components that are at play when it comes to our prices and that dynamic of how our prices can attract some people and repel others. We need to understand a little bit more of how does that happen and how do these two components uh, play into each other and affect that dynamic. So again, there are two components when it comes to your price. There's your actual price, which is what you charge, right? The pure number itself. Sometimes that alone, the pure number itself, will filter some people out. There will be some people who might be interested in working with you. They'll find out the price and then they're automatically going to filter themselves out because there's a mismatch there, right? They don't agree with your opinion. They think it's too high or it's too low. And so your price itself, the actual number, will repel some people, but then it will also cause some people to lean in and want to learn more. That's the first component. The second component is your thoughts about your price. It's what you believe about it. It's how you relate to that price. And these two, your price and what you think about it, these are inextricably linked. And often people's prices, not always, but often people's prices are a reflection of how valuable they believe their services are and the results that they can help their clients get, right? Which makes sense if you remember that your price is, it's your opinion. And so it makes sense that your price would be set at a place that's aligned with how valuable you think your services are. And so the second component, you can imagine how if you don't believe at all in your prices and you talk to somebody who's interested because they want what services you offer, but they detect and they can sense that you aren't super confident in your services at your current price, that's going to scare some people away. They're going to be able to pick up on that. And that's going to affect, they're going to feel repelled by that and they're not going to end up investing. And so that's how those two, at a very high level, those two components, both the price and your relationship to the price, can have an, an influence on how people interact with you and your services and whether or not they hire you. Now, I would say a couple of things heading into the rest of this episode. If you currently feel like something is off related to your price, it likely means one of three things. It might mean that number one, you need to change your prices. 
Number two, you need to change your level of belief in the value that you bring to the table, or you need to change both. And so if you're listening to this episode, it's likely that you're in a season where you might be evaluating if your price is where you want it to be. And so let's help you even in the next couple of minutes, identify which of those categories you fit into. And there's technically a fourth category of neither. We'll address that later. Maybe you need to change nothing. And I want to help you figure out if that's you, because if that's you, that's totally fine. But those three categories, those first three that I talked about, line up with three really common patterns that I see when it comes to prices and beliefs. And so I'm going to walk through them. It's going to be high belief, low price, high price, low belief, and low price, low belief. I'll unpack what that means. So the first one, high belief, low price. This is somebody who is really confident in the results that you help your clients get. And maybe you, in part two of this series, you answer the questions about the value that you bring and you walked away feeling like, yeah, I, I really bring a lot more value than what I'm charging for right now. So your belief is high, but your price is lagging behind that belief. Your, your price is lower. It's not aligned with the level of belief that you have. And so if this is you, you might notice that you are attracting lower quality clients. And so here you're attracting clients, right? You have high belief. That's something that people are, are drawn to. But you might, because of your low price, you might have people coming to you who aren't as invested in doing the work and aren't as invested in getting the result that they really want, right? There's a difference between somebody who's willing to invest in a few hundred dollar course and somebody who's willing to invest thousands or tens of thousands of dollars in pursuit of a specific result. And so if this is you, you probably want, if you have high belief and a low price, increasing your price is probably going to be something that you want to do. And the rest of this episode is going to be helpful for you. So that's high belief, low price. And again, when I say high and low, remember, this is all subjective. These are relative to each other. That's how I'm talking about them. High belief, low price means that your belief is higher than your price. The second pattern that I see is low belief, high price, right? So sometimes people will set prices that are aspirational, but they don't really believe in them. And so with the first pattern, the belief was higher than the price, but here their price is higher than their belief, right? And so this is like a tall tree that doesn't have strong roots to support it. And so when the wind blows, aka they get rejected, people say no on sales calls or they're not getting sales call, the tree falls over. And this is when maybe you start to think about changing your prices in a very reactive way. Maybe based on a few sales calls that didn't go well, you start thinking about lowering your price, right? So this is a high price, low belief. If this is where you are, you might be getting people interested in working with you and showing up to sales calls, but then not investing because of the price. So if this is a place where you're at, you definitely want to increase your belief in your prices. And often, and there's nuance, but you might also want to lower your prices until you do the work of increasing your beliefs. We want you to operate from a place of integrity where you do believe in the prices that you're charging. So if you have a high belief, but a low price, you want to increase your price. If you have a low belief, but a high price, you want to increase your belief. And then lastly, there's this pattern where I see where people have low belief and a low price. And so this is where I see that people are priced really low because they're not actually believing in the value that they provide. 
And this would be like a small tree with small roots. It's not toppling over. It's not out of balance like the tall tree with weak roots. But it's just, it's a small tree that could be growing taller if only you had roots, your belief, that were stronger that would be able to support it. And so here you want to be able to do the work of both increasing your belief and then as your belief increases, you'd want to increase your prices in step with it. And so those are three common patterns I see. And so as you're listening, again, if you feel like there's something off with your pricing and you weren't quite sure what it is, hopefully you're starting to get a sense of which of these patterns or categories you lean a little bit more towards, right? Do you want to increase your prices now that you've listened to that and are figuring out where you are? Do you want to increase your prices? Do you need to increase your belief? Is it both or is it neither? There's some percentage of you who are listening who actually don't need to do anything. You don't need to change anything related to your pricing. You can continue to listen to this and file this away in your mind for when you want to come back to it, but you may not actually need to change anything. And I want to talk about that here in a moment, but that's the backdrop. Those are the two main components you need to have in mind and have a pulse on when it comes to your pricing, your actual price and your beliefs about the price. You need to understand where they are in relationship to each other. Now, Let's actually get into the question, when should you increase your prices? What are the indicators? What are the signs to look out for that tell you it's worth considering a price increase? The first thing I want to address is that neither category, that fourth category, because for some of you, you should not increase your prices. One of the mistakes that I see some people make is that they have a little bit of success and they bring in a couple of clients and they're feeling really good and they jump to increasing their prices before they've built a foundation of belief to be able to actually support that price increase. Sometimes when things are flowing for a couple of weeks or a couple of months, and you're bringing in clients consistently, there's this temptation to increase your prices right away. And that's not always a bad idea, but I've seen people increase their prices after a few good months, and then the second that next month is slower and no more clients are coming, They start to freak out and want to revert their prices back. And all of a sudden, their belief in the value of what they provide dips dramatically. Or they hop on a sales call with a potential client. And as soon as pricing objections come up with their new price, they start offering the old price. This isn't the way that we want to approach a price increase. When I work with clients on price increases, as much as we can, we want to help you make smooth transitions so that when you increase your prices, that's it. The decision is made. And your focus can be on figuring out, okay, how do you create the results that you want to create at that new price instead of wondering every day and every conversation, oh, what should I charge? Should I really change my prices? Should I change them back? All of that is wasted energy. We don't want that. Most of the time, I disagree with the old adage, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Usually I disagree with that, but this is actually one where I think it's at least worth considering. It's worth asking the question. What if you didn't increase prices and what if you just let things be easy and smooth for a season? Just know that that's an option available to you as we head into the rest of this episode. Because I think as entrepreneurs, we're often so focused on growth and growth and growth that we sometimes miss the opportunity to enjoy the fruit of the last season of growth and just let things be smooth for a little bit. So if things are clicking for you right now, if clients are coming in consistently Ask yourself, is this growth that you want to choose? Do you want to choose the growth that will inevitably come along with a price increase? Or do you just want to let things be for a little bit? 
Now, assuming that you've considered that and you feel like you're ready and you want to choose to increase your prices, you're ready for that to be a a strategic focus for you in the business, what are the signs that it might be time? There are two main signs from my perspective. One is external, one is internal. The external sign, very simply, you have high demand for your service. And even more specifically, you have more demand for your services than you have supply, aka more people want to work with you than you have the time or the space for. And so often what this looks like is you have a wait list, you have a client roster that is full of people, and you're having to tell new clients who are coming to you that they have to wait until next month, next quarter, before they can actually start meeting with you or start working with you. And so when you have consistent demand for your services that is exceeding your ability to fulfill that demand, it's worth considering a price increase. This is a very natural time to consider that. And eventually, if this continues with the wait list and more demand than you have supply, it's often worth considering some other things too, like creating another offer. And there are a bunch of other things that go along with that. That's a conversation for another episode. But that's the external sign. Demand exceeds your supply. You've got a full client roster, maybe even a wait list. So that's the external sign. The internal sign that it might be time for a price increase is that you start to feel uncomfortable with how low your prices are. This is a bit more subjective than the external sign, but you will know this when you feel it. There will come a time where your belief has far outpaced your current prices, where your roots are really strong, but your tree hasn't quite grown that tall yet. So here's some markers or some signs associated with this internal sign. So you know this internal sign is happening when you've already started thinking about increasing your price, and maybe that's why you're listening to this episode. You might even know already what that price is going to be that you want to increase it to. Sales calls and handling objections probably starts to feel really easy. Like if somebody said that they weren't sure if it would be worth the investment to work with you, you'd actually be very surprised and you'd easily be able to help that person see how it would be worth the investment. You might also feel a little bit uncomfortable stating your prices on a sales call because it actually feels so low. And if you've experienced this, you'll know because when you go to share your price with somebody, whether on a sales call or in some other conversation, there's this internal resistance to it because if if giving a price that's out of integrity, right, we would think about that as, oh, you're charging a price that's higher than you should, and that feels really uncomfortable. This is feeling out of integrity in the other direction. When you say a price that you feel is too low, you feel out of integrity with yourself, almost like you're not even honoring your own time, and you're not stewarding your own time well. And so that's what that would feel like. And then lastly, and this one could probably fit under the external or the internal sign, but your clients are killing it. They're getting the results that they're coming for. They're really happy with your services. They're telling other people about it, right? These are all going to be indicators that it's worth considering a price increase. So that's it. Those are the biggest signs, the internal and the external, fairly straightforward. And again, there's nuance here, but if you're experiencing a lot of demand and you're feeling that internal discomfort that your prices are too low, those are really good signs it's time for a price increase. And then depending on the situation, if you're experiencing either the internal or the external, right, doesn't necessarily have to be both at the same time, it's worth considering a price increase. 
And so these aren't rules. These are guidelines. These are principles. And so it's not as if the the pricing police are going to pop up out of nowhere and arrest you if you increase your prices before you have a wait list. But these are the types of things to be looking for both internally within yourself and externally out in the world that would tell you whether or not it's time to consider a price increase. So, so far we've covered the two variables with pricing. We said it's your actual price and then it's your beliefs about your price. We said that you either need to increase your price, increase your belief, or both, or neither. And then we just talked through the two signs. The external, right? You have more demand than you have supply. You have a roster full of clients or you have a wait list. And you have clients who are getting the results that they came for. And then you have the internal sign. You're starting to feel an internal resistance. You're starting to feel uncomfortable with how low your price is. So we've addressed the when to increase prices. We've addressed what are the signs. Now let's address the how. How do you go about increasing your prices in a way that's intentional, in a way that's really thoughtful? We're going to pause right there and we're going to pick back up where we left off with the final part of the series on pricing next episode. There's a lot here in this part three and so I wanted to break it up into two more bite-sized pieces. So thank you for joining this week. I'll talk to you next week on the Renew Your Mind podcast and if you aren't already subscribed or following the podcast, make sure to do that so you don't miss the final part of this series and all the episodes that are going to continue to release in the future. Thank you.